No, I didn't go. You didn't go to prom? No, no. I, uh, you didn't take I, your cousin or anything no. like that? <laughs> I mean, that's always no. the fallback. So what's going on? No, no. I specifically remember hanging out at my house with some buddies, ordering some pizza, checking out, just hanging out the house, honestly. Just I guess we were the... Prom stupid too, anyway. I never too cool. To Either we were too cool or just we just were uh, too rejected and didn't want to go. And, you know, <laughs> it sucks anyway. Why would we want to go? Hey, <laughs> it's your role for Dungeons and Dragons. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'll say this too. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons either, but I mean, you didn't you hit rock think... bottom, so you didn't hit bedrock. I didn't hit rock bottom. <laughs> you didn't hit rock I... bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, there's uh, uh there's one re- uh, re- remaining fact. So it, you know, one uh, you didn't hit the bottom. Did... Scrape the bottom of the uh the barrel there so kudos did, to you but you know at least you were a car guy growing up in high school so that's the cool you. part you know I, I i think that's probably what we were doing we were probably talking cars on what would have been prom you know did you go to prom uh i did not go to my prom i went to three other girls proms that's funny you said i did not go to my prom <laughs> i did not go you to led my me on prom? but you went, I went to three to others everybody else's prom and then this really really cute girl that i was dating at the time her yeah. prom was the same night as my prom so i didn't go to my prom oh but i went to her prom and then afterwards we went to the after party where all my friends were so it's kind of like i didn't really care but she was really cute so well that makes sense i mean at least you had a choice it wasn't like you just skipped out on yours and then you went like you didn't go as a college student to prom, did you? That's not a problem, I guess. But like, you know, prom is a prom thing. You're typically in high school to go to prom. But like, I was pretty did... bad. Like, I I was dating <laughs> when I was a sophomore. I was dating a girl who was in college. No way. Yeah, I did that twice. Dang man. So I didn't anyway, know you went down like uh, that. No. I, I rolled like that. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Not bragging or anything. Not bragging or nothing. But moving on. Uh, well, yes. um, welcome everybody uh, to another episode of the Nissan Nerd Podcast. Today is a little bit special because um, it's our Christmas episode, and um, we'd like to thank you all for uh, joining us here tonight. Uh, we got a lot going on. Um, you know, we're trying to wrap up the end of the year, talking about all the lies and promises that we're going to tell ourselves that we're going to do to make up for all the stuff we didn't do this year. So um, we'll see. We're going to ask your input here too, as well as we uh, uh, continue on with the episode. We'll get through some news. Uh, We're going to talk a lot about what's going on, but Mike, um, tell them what we're doing in this episode. All right, guys, let's go ahead and get into it again. Again, thanks for being here on this episode. We kind of, we're going to raise eyebrows at Nissan's recent Fair Lady X concepts. We're going to take a look at that. The Nissan Versa is now the most affordable car in the U.S. I think we've got to talk about that as well. And also, as part of Back Alley Chat, as you mentioned, Miles, uh, we're going to take a look into our resolutions, car resolutions for 2023. And we're going to ask you guys with us, streaming with us, we want to know your feet, your resolutions as well. Uh, we'll go ahead and get into it, though. But this is our last episode of the year, so let's go ahead and send it out with a bang. This is a Nissan Nerd Podcast. Let's do it.
<laughs> well, uh, yeah. well, I, I like that picture a lot, though. Honestly, that's you like this picture a lot. Right. I do, I do. I think it really sums up our relationship. <laughs> this is one of my better. Close, this man. is one of my better it. face swaps that I've ever done. So yeah, I'm actually like this one, and it it kind of goes hand in hand with your character type and then my character type. So yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. You're you're, <laughs> you're very much uh, how. I'm not saying you're a John Candy type, but I mean you. First of all, you can improv. John Candy, his character Dale Griffin Griffith, mm. he sold shower curtain rings and sold them as earrings. That I can see you doing. You've you have taught me, and for as long as I've taught you, you got to improvise. You have taught me that. Gotta so make it happen. Yeah. Um, John Candy's best role what was it Home Alone, uh, where they had the polka band. Oh, uh, yes. I, I forgot the name of Gus that band. Polinsky. Somebody... Gus Polinsky yeah. and the and Kenosha the, Kickers. And the Kenosha Kickers. Oh, <laughs> my God. I can't believe you remember that. Yeah. Best role ever. You know, they were actually, they sell the jackets, the Kenosha yes. Kickers jacket, like the little The yellow they with the red. They do. They sell it. Oh, dude. So. That, um, and yeah. he improved all of that on the spot. Really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I learned about that. I was, the he is a legend for sure, man. <laughs> Well, let's go into, uh, let's do a little bit of catch up here. Now, um, Mike, we, we've been seeing each other off and on as we wrap up the year. We usually have our own uh, podcast business that we have to kind of knock out. But yeah. I know, um, you know, some small wins. Um, you've been messing around with your local Z and then you had a mishap in the garage. You want to talk about it a little bit? I did. I did. I shared these for anybody who's on my, uh, my personal Facebook anyway, that we, uh, I had two rather exciting things happen to me, uh, within the last week here. Honestly, um, I'll share some pictures here. You know how I am with pictures. So might as well be a slideshow, but, uh, one thing, first things first, I'm in the garage. More specifically, I'm in the attic up above and I'm adding more storage space. So I get less stuff off and more garage space, obviously, to do car so you things. Can put right? car parts in the attic. Let's call it what it is. That's okay. what it is. So <laughs> I'm doubling the space. I got a few pictures here. As you can see, I'm literally uh, adding uh, more and more space out here. You can see my wheels out in the corner already. I've got them up there. But the funny part is, is that as we're up there, before the lighting, by the way, we uh, I was stepping around. And I, I learned very quickly that the previous owner of this house placed... Uh, some of the existing wood that's up there was particle board, which is not good, especially yeah, over a long period right of time. That. You can fart oh, yeah. on particle board and it disintegrates. It just <laughs> is gone. So yeah. It's true, man. And so what happened to me is, yeah, I it's dark up there. I'm just kind of looking around, just getting started. My weight goes enough and i crack a particle board my foot goes through the fo through the floor <laughs> through the sheetrock ceiling in the garage and uh, that's that's the uh what you see here is the uh destroyed ceiling uh part of the is that uh, what your big old getaway stick looks like going through your sheetrock up in the <laughs> ceiling yeah. it was one foot thankfully i didn't fall through my other foot was on actual wood so i that's the only thing that saved me. However, did you do a whole Jean Claude Van Damme, or was it just like you went in and like a tap sack on the on the lower uh, the upper wood area, and then you just kind of saved yourself? Honestly, I was I have these cat like reflexes, man. I was able to catch myself. There's nothing I had, about you. I know you're right. I didn't. 
what we just, call is that the one time your girth saved you from, <laughs> from going through and no. killing yourself right Sometimes. no i was able to yeah i was able to catch my my right foot was able to catch you know the weight i think i probably went as far down as probably about mid shin before i was able to uh you know catch myself and and i didn't fall through completely uh, however, uh, the Z was underneath. It, it's safe, though. I didn't, nothing. I was going to say, I was like, I hope you didn't damage your right-hand drive 300ZX. So that's good, man. I'm, I'm happy for you. <laughs> so. what, what, what is funny, though, I sent this to I sent this picture to you and a few others, uh-huh. and I didn't give you any context. I just gave this to you. Yeah, you Let just your sent me a photo of that, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, in, I, the funny part was just giving it I already to knew what family happened. members. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, like you mentioned earlier, you had had particle board in your attic. I uh, think yeah, I was like, I've seen enough of those accidents through years of doing insurance claims. I'm like, you fell through it. Oh, the insurance claims. I should have known. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, well, right. I should say this was the first part of the excitement for for the uh, for the month. Weekend. All right, what else you got? I hit a major milestone though with my daily driver, my 350Z. I hit 200,000 miles on the odometer. Original engine. Uh, it was, I think, early morning. Drive into work. I saw it coming and just started clicking as safely as I could while I was driving. So. When you hit your milestones in cars, and I'm just gonna yeah. say this right now, you're 60,000, you're 100, not your 150. It's like it's like your 30th birthday party. You're like, mm. but when you hit your 200,000. And you're just like, yeah, hit it. And then it's like, it's one of those like bittersweet moments. Like you hit it. Damn. Now I got to do all the changes or now it's in the back of your mind. Now it's all that weight is on your shoulders right here, sitting on your shoulders. Like timing's going to go out like in the next 10, 10,000 miles. Uh, You, you hit that on the nose miles because that's exactly what I've been thinking ever (laughs) since I hit this. The car's going to blow up. It's a rolling grenade. Yes, so I'm like, Molotov, but it's a rolling Molotov cocktail. It's all going <laughs> to go in, in, in shambles. Go on. It's a paranoia because, I mean, we know that a lot, many, many cars can hit 300,000 miles even just with general maintenance and care. I'm not saying this car can't. I know it probably can, but there still is a mentality to it when you're like, this thing's over the hill. You got to take it easy. It's a VQ, no more man. revving, you know. If you take it, yeah. No more. It's just no like, more burnouts. Right. I hit my. It's like you hitting like your 30s or your 40s. All right, I'm not going out drinking. I'm not going to rev anymore. No more burnouts. No more donuts yeah. for this it, car. It's officially retired now. <laughs> like from my from my stable of of beatdown cars, and you know, and that's just your mentality because you achieve that. But, you know, to each their own. It's like, it's because you actually respect the car and it, it's it been there with you through that time period. But uh, I, I yeah. recognize that its best years is behind it. <laughs> <laughs> it gave you its best years and you don't care about it. So it's like every relationship you've ever been in. But moving along. Um, yeah, let's do a little shout out to the crowd who's uh, on with us here tonight. Uh, sure. Curtis. Uh, Mr. Davies on with us tonight. Uh, Brian Vela, Ooh. thank you for joining us here tonight. Thanks, buddy. Good boom, to see boom. you. I'm yeah. sure the boys are all hanging out with him. So kudos to them for chiming in right now. Anybody else, go ahead and continue and uh, jump in on the comments. We're going to ask a lot of you tonight. want to get a lot of input from you as we continue yes. on the night. Um, but I wanted to say, uh, let's do a little compi to kind of get started to break Ooh. in the uh, – the, uh, 
the pre-New Year's season, and then, of course, celebrate Christmas. Let's so I got my Christmas ale going on here. Let oh, yeah. Up. Right, let's little do a compi. Meow. You're up. <laughs> it, uh, whose turn is it? Mine or yours? Uh, you know what? I'll do it this time. I'm going to give a salute to those in the Nissan family whom we wish good health, and to those we've lost, may we be reminded of them often. All right, guys, drink up. Yes, kampai. Oh, man. Good stuff. Mm. Well, with that, let's go ahead and get into news. Um, so we're going to be sharing the latest articles from the interwebs regarding anything Nissan Dots and Infinity related that we feel is worthy of talking about. Um, so both of these are from the official newsrooms and from the media outlets at large. Um, the first one I want to talk about is actually something rather obscure that's made its way um, to a lot of Nissan fame as of the last few days. Um, and of course, we are talking about the uh, new uh, Fair Lady X that just kind of made its way around. Now, uh, for those that have had an opportunity to check this out, we're going to drop a bombshell on you right now um mike you want to bring up the article and then of course um yeah i'm going to talk a little bit about um everything with this vehicle now uh the crazy part about this vehicle is that um you know a lot of people were like okay is this something new nissan's kind of thinking about and, and whatnot but the reality is um this is actually something from a bunch of students um that designed it out in japan let's talk a little bit about it so uh, these students um, that actually came from um, uh, the Nissan Gakuen, which is a Nissan technology college in Japan, um, they basically had in mind to create this fair lady uh, crossover, if you will. Um, and for those that haven't had an opportunity to look at it, it's a little astonishing at first. Um, it kind of takes you back. And of course, this is again from a, uh, a college that had kind of come up with the idea of doing this. Um, so for those that don't know, or haven't kind of put it together, um, this is the entire front fascia of the new Z, um, which is the, you know, body, ch uh, body chassis of our Z 34 Z for those that haven't known, but it's actually the, uh, the front chassis. So we're actually getting the, the hood, the headlights, the grill from the new Z. And everybody's like, okay, what is this off? Is this a new chassis that's being built? And the reality, it's actually on a Murano platform, a Murano cross cabriolet. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. And uh, there's not a lot of photos of the interior. And Mike, go ahead and scroll down kind of and uh, highlight that video that's in there too as well. Yeah, but, I'm trying um, my best to look online here. This seems to be, yeah. Yeah, there, there's some good shots of it, too. Wheels and, and everything. So it's not like your true um, concept vehicle rollout. This is actually coming from a college and just to kind of see where it was going to sit. But I don't know. I, I you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take some some crowd work here and I'm going to get your input. What are your thoughts of this so far? For me? Yeah. You. Uh, well, OK, my thing is. First of all, it looks atrocious. It, it looks... I see what they're trying to do. It reminds me of, like, what Ford is trying to do with the Mustang and the Mach-E. And even when I saw that, I'm like, no, you're watering down the, the brand, the name, 
of the sports car. You're turning it into this, what you make, what you might consider a sports crossover, which to me almost feels like a, at the moment, at this point in time, to me, feels like a, an oxymoron, you know, a, you know, and it, that's one thing. The second thing is, is also that when it comes to Fair Lady and Z, even though it's called an X, it still has Fair Lady, which obviously they're trying to tie themselves to the Z. This is not an official, obviously, this is a, a kids, not, not nothing corporate. Um, Z was always meant to be just the bare essentials. Like, like racing, a, they said ra driving a Z is like racing a horse. All you need is a saddle. It's mainly one person, two people, two-seater, and now you've got enough here. This With this concept, it's kind of like, oh, you got a baby seat, a place for your kids. I'm like, you know, it's not, a, Z wasn't ever a family car. You know, why disrupt that that uh, reputation now, you know? Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, and that's kind of how the way that the internet's kind of going with this. And give me the steering wheel real quick, Mike. I'm going to run a video in the background while we're, uh, while we're talking about this. Sure. But, um yeah, you know that that's kind of what the uh, what the mentality has kind of been on the internet. It has not been um, complimentary uh, for most of the uh, uh, for most of these mm -hmm. uh, comments that have kind of been coming around. Um, yeah. A lot of people have kind of met it with that, at least here in the U.S. and everything that I've been kind of following. Um, you know, the college is very proud of it and naturally oh and they should be i give them and credit they should for that. be you know for yes. a bunch of students for a first draft it's it's not too bad i will say a couple things here i'm loving like the door handle option that's gtr door handles you know that's one of the few things i love about a car is entering in and out of the vehicle um i actually watched like the entire development videos and everything in, in the japanese yeah. Um, videos now a lot of this was actually um they actually styrofoam the entire side and molded it and um, to give yeah. it a wider stance and then they actually took the z taillights here and then of course they did the uh the lip that you would normally see like from the 432 or the lip that you would see yep. in the old s30s um to give it that stance and it's rough you know in in general but i do like the 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 crossover aspect, if, if, you know, it could have been a lot worse, but I will say for a first swing at things, it's yeah. not bad, but again, does it belong in the market? That's the big question, you know, kind of going back to it. I feel like, like you said, like the Mustang, you know, the, the, the crossover version of the Mustang, it was not met with a lot of anticipation. People were like, why are you making it? Mm -hmm. I like it as a concept vehicle. Yes. But I feel like Nissan has a lot of stake in already the SUV game. And for them to come out with something that's as risque as this would be, mm -hmm. I, I don't think it would, uh, I don't think it would boast well. I think it would probably come out for a few years, unfortunately, and just not sell considering it's going up against the Nissan flagships, which mm -hmm. are the Murano and everything else that's, that's out there with the SUV plus the Araya that's going to be dropping out here soon. Yeah. I can't see this actually being any type of production vehicle. I think this is just a, a one-off um, uh, concept that, uh, well, that it was meant uh, to be interesting, and, and it is interesting. So, What I think is the fact that it came from a non-Nissan organization 
Yes, they they took some some liberties in well, building this. So it, it's it, cool. It's it's a Nissan organization, but it's the the, the design college. Yeah. So. Now another thing too is that this car will be shown at the Tokyo Auto Salon next month, twenty twenty three. Yeah. Yes. And that's where I was getting to next. Yeah, it, it will be shown at the twenty twenty three Auto Salon this upcoming year. So, yeah, interesting. So, um, two questions. Uh, I did. Uh, yeah, a few questions. Uh, the, uh, Matthew said, this is going to be the first car for new Gen Z enthusiasts. Come on. No, it's not. Well, I mean, now, I think, yeah. again, this is totally a concept and that's just where this will, will die. If and, it was. Uh, yeah. Can but, I, you if, know, you if, never know. Maybe I, I could be wrong, but for right now, I, I, I don't quite see that. If so, I may. I think that if it was an actual sport crossover, why the Murano? Murano is the full-size crossover. Meanwhile, you've got perhaps a Rogue or a Kicks that are much smaller and probably fit more along well, the lines of what, what it is. The Z's got to have that that big bootay. <laughs> okay, you got me there. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about wheelbase. I mean, if you're going to do a crossover, you got to start with a, a familiar platform, the Z. You know, let's talk about the 350Z and the Murano platform. Believe it or not, they share a lot of the same similarities because uh, the platform didn't change that much. For the 350Z guys out there, yeah. sorry to inform you of that. If you didn't already know that, unfortunately, that is the truth. <laughs> now, So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a few more uh, notes. Jake um, said, burn it with fire. All right, a little brutal, but yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Let me see here. Um and Curtis said the hatches from a rogue. Oh, it's interesting. Right. Actually, you know, because I, I heard uh, I did read something where it was a two part um, separate, which which is kind of cool. Uh, you know, yeah. like the Chevy Blazer back in the day where the, it was one of the few things that I, I liked about it or the old um, guy. Was it the passport that did that? And um, where it would separate like that. I just like the yeah. glass would flip up and the hatch would flip oh. down. Yes. I dug that. Um, and you saw that in like old internationals and stuff like that, where they would flip up like that. So, yeah. But anyway, but yes, I, very cool. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I got one more thing. Now, this is just me going through my nerd brain. I'm not sure if you remember this, Miles, though, but this just goes back to 2015. There was a similar Z related concept uh, crossover that has been released through Nissan in the past, and I'll share my screen on this. I don't know if you remember this, though, but do you recall the uh, Nissan Grips? I remember the Grips very well. That came out 2015. It was a the crazy door situation. I remember the doors being the, the doors. craziest thing on that, like how they would just kind of, um, you know, they would be like this, and then one door would go like this, and the other one would go sideways scissors. I remember yeah. this very well. And now I started thinking back, okay, it was 2015. Obviously, this new uh, ZR34 wasn't uh, part of the, you know, the agenda. This was modeled off of the 370Z or uh, uh, certain principles. Tail lights, just for example, you have the boomerang uh, headlights, which is very similar what which you see in the 370Z. Um, a lot of you people know, called this a part bar, part bicycle, part Z. I'm not sure if I remember, remember that part. But I yeah. remember the comments. But, you know, a few design aspects that were taken from this, yeah, it was very smoothed over. And you could see, like, the Murano and a lot of that kind of influence. And then 
I, you know, there was aspects of this car that didn't quite, uh, you know, didn't quite hit home, but there were some things that I really enjoyed, like the center grill. I always enjoyed from that vehicle. Yeah. Um, I always felt like the 370Z was kind of some, some design aspects with the headlight situation, but the rear, um, the, the, the rear, um, section, I really liked how blacked out the centerpiece was. It just yeah. reminded me kind of like, like a BMW Z series or kind of taking it back to like the duck bill, some of the duck bill, like S thirties. I just bill. like that. Yeah. And, and especially like the taillights in the rear, you can kind of see having that three seventy Z, um, give and take a little bit. If you really kind of look at it and if you squint, you can see it. Right? <laughs> if you but squint just hard enough, if you, you squint hard enough and you get some pepper in your eye, you can see it. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's why I just kind of liked from the rear section, but we're just talking, but anyway, moving cool. along, but, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things that I always, uh, when I saw this come up, I, I, it was interesting, but, uh, Again, Nissan's not strangers to any kind of outstanding concepts. We love to talk about concepts here on the show, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. But true, true, true. Now, so Miles, I do have another uh, next article uh, that I want to share with you. Now, I want to talk about a YouTube video that was recently released through Nissan. However, this was through the Nissan Middle East YouTube channel, not the U.S., not the Europe, Middle East. And this was debuting a, a tribute video to the East African Safari Rally uh, 240Z, which was the winner of the East African Safari uh, Rally, and his driver, uh, Edgar Hernan. And I do this. Uh, Nissan produced a very, very nice uh, three minute video uh, to the man. Uh, and I want to go ahead and share my screen on this one for you guys at home. Take a look at this. If not, we will have it in the show notes, and we'll share it with you. But I'll run this in the background and uh, tell you a little bit more about it, though. But you see here, uh, Edgar Hernan, he is actually the, the man that you see in this video. To me, I thought it was Tommy Chong in the beginning. <laughs> That's kind of what he looks like. I was like, who brought Tommy Chong in? Somebody just dropped off Tommy Chong That's for no the, reason. The tribute draft. <laughs> Like Dave's not here, man. All Dave's right. not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so this video here, of course, you see him here, uh, sitting in a chair, watching footage of the 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 history that was being made in 1971 at the East African Safari Rally, the 240Z uh, being the winner. Um, they do say here at the at the end that 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 rally in general had a it started with 107 competitors. Only 32 finished, yet the, the what you see here, the Datsun number 11 240Z was the winner of, uh, of that competition, which is a very, very huge uh, win for Datsun, Nissan Datsun at the time. It's big news uh, back honestly, then, you know, because you got to remember the time period at that time. You know, Datsun was really looking for a foothold to, you know, they really weren't being successful in the race on Sunday, sell on Monday concept, because it, it was just, it was so competitive at that time. So for them to have that type of win at that time period really yeah. meant a lot in the U S a little bit, 
but for the most part, you know, uh, abroad, overseas, over the pond, if you will, um, mm-hmm. that really kind of set them in stone for, uh, you know, a lot of diehard people, uh, uh, diehard racing fanatics that actually wanted to have a sporty vehicle. And it showed what the vehicle was completely capable. You know, I mean, this led into um, it with the uh, Tasmania, uh, the, oh my God, Tarmac Tasmania, the... Um, the racing series out of Australia, those crazy guys that did that for <laughs> years and years with those Datsun series. Um, and, you know, I mean, the Datsun went on to, you know, we don't have to talk about all the the uh, nostalgia of the Datsun S30 and, and how remarkable it was at that time period in its racing pedigree. But, you know, I mean, this just is a, I think it's a beautiful video. I think it's a beautiful nod to yes. uh to the man and respectfully and you know I, I said the same thing every time i see these things i'm like oh my god are are and you've heard me say this and everybody who knows me say this like our heroes are like slowly leaving leaving this world or wanting to get in retirement and mm-hmm. we don't pay them enough homage and i love the fact that nissan paid homage to them and i i love the fact that they uh, put this um livery out for this z I, I i just thought it was well done now the big question is will they will they make a rally version of the new z it's too early to say mm. got chips are limited yeah <laughs> around the country <laughs> but chips, i will yeah. say if nissan can 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 let go of maybe like three or five chips let's make some rally <laughs> versions let's let's yeah. get back into well, that I, I don't know so just what, throwing it out there and i'm glad you mentioned it though miles because i did not be, I didn't explain further that, yes, further uh, second half of this video is where you do see the new Z with the infamous, the legendary uh, 240Z livery from the Safari Rally. And uh, by the way, this video is on mute. However, uh, it is in English. There is, I think, you know, Arabic uh, subtitles having come from Nissan Middle East. But you want to say that the... The word used most often throughout this video is the word tough. He says, uh, you have to be tough. He goes, you never know how tough you are until it's the only choice you have. It's a very interesting comment. And then he says, he goes on to say, to become a legend, you have to stay tough. And that's when you start to see the new Z enter uh, the video where, where you see it here ripping through the sand. I'm going to go ahead and keep, keep this video going. So it is definitely making a, st- a statement that, you know, the Z is here where we, we are paying tribute to history. Yes. And you're right. I would love to see this uh, continue uh, a re-enter you know, some sort of I, endurance. And I can't see it not being resilient. I mean, it's built off of a, um, an already performing platform from the beginning. You've got an engine that's already performing and putting out what it needs to put out. You know, I mean, other than some fine tuning and some belly shields, proper lighting, send it, homie, you know, (laughs) build it, send it and see what it can do out there. I hope somebody out there kind of makes a version of it. I'm sure they will. Once the vehicle starts getting a little more availability and to the masses, but you know, very cool video and i just want to give a, a shout out to everybody at nissan that came, you know came up with this idea and and the video i wish we would have saw a little more stateside mm-hmm. i don't I, you know i always kind of get a, upset that I... nissan people don't recognize the fact that 
we still do recognize and know a little bit about that history. I would have thought I would have saw it in the U.S. Yes. market, but here we had to pull it from the Middle East market, which made no sense to me. I'm not sure what else this, uh, what other markets this kind of played in. If you're uh, from another part of the country, let us know if this video was kind of shown in full production or in and shown in your market. I want to know how far that kind of stretched out there. So. I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I was sort of thinking the same thing. I, you know, I was even trying to look at the U.S. or at least what I thought it was the U.S. Uh, Nissan channel on YouTube wasn't there. It was only in the Middle East. So yes, if we see it anywhere else, for those of you that are with us online, and it's such a great video, a great production. They they really did a good job with it. Whoever the production beautiful team was, vito- videography so, for sure. If they're listening, yes. which I doubt, but hey, <laughs> shout out to you. We absolutely love this video, and everybody loves that video. On that note, a few comments here. Diego uh, mentioned, he goes, yeah, I love that video. I can't agree with you more, Diego. I, we actually loved it. Um, I actually downloaded it and saved it. So in case it ever disappears, um, I still have it on uh, as part of my um, Nissan history um, backup files. So that's how good it is. So, yeah. I did have an idea on this, Miles Oak, because... Obviously, we do attend uh, Z-Cons very often. This would be a person I have not seen at Z-Con that I would love to see at Z-Con. Right I could next agree to, more. Yeah, 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 right next to John Morton, you know, and Peter Brock. Where is this guy? He'd be so awesome. You know, Granted, I, he's probably, I, unless he's in the Middle East. I don't whenever know I'm lives, in front but. of an executive from Nissan or, or we were kind of talking, I always say, you know, Nissan has this habit of not recognizing its its heroes as much as it should and there's so few and far between and our time periods of racing are separated by these big massive gaps make your heroes honor them and and show them the homage that they deserve because we're an underdog society you know for for nissan fans you know it, it is what it is we we constantly we if you're a Nissan or a Datsun or Infinity fan, guess what? You're an underdog, and that kind of gives you a badge of honor. And I feel like we should always be honoring our heroes and constantly giving them homage and making sure that they understand we appreciate everything that they did for the brand um, all those years. So I don't know. Um, and, and making our new heroes, you know, all, all the people that are that are truly helping to push the brand forward and continue that uh, that uh, that level of excellence or, or what we expect from it, you know, being, being huge supporters of the brand. So, yeah. I, yeah. So, I um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, no, you've, I remember, I recall you leading that charge many times and I, I agree with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I do. Uh, on that note, uh, we got yeah. more to kind of talk about, but uh, yeah, yeah, you got this next article, don't you Miles? I do got the next article. So uh, next article here is actually going to be about um, surprisingly values. Uh, I guess how we're going to head this up. The uh, let's see here. Let me give me the steering wheel, Mr. Mike. Sure. Don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> Only my mom calls me that. here. But uh so uh, the Nissan Versa, so, uh, you know, of all the things that we're going to talk about here, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Nissan Versa, um, is actually now the most affordable vehicle in the United States. Coming in with a price tag at around $16,700, um, the new uh, Nissan is actually going to be uh, the most 
affordable vehicle in the U.S. Um, if you haven't had an opportunity to check it out, here it is. Again, um, you know, me and Mike are pretty sport heavily minded, but occasionally it is nice to know that we can save a few bucks. And of course, ride in style. Um, I dig the news. Uh, you know, I believe it or not, I I wasn't a fan of the last Versa. It was okay. It wasn't too bad. I'd driven in them before. It's an eco box. It's not too bad. But I will say that this new Versa, it's kind of stepped up a little bit. Um, you know, I, I'm liking the interior. I'm just liking all the amenities that you get. I mean, for 16.7, dude, that's not too bad. You know, I feel like the the level of comfort and luxury and coolness has kind of stepped up a little bit. I will say that I'm not the hugest fan of these wheels. Um, I feel the, like they were stolen from. <laughs> I feel like they were stolen from something that I can't put my hands on. But I I, I feel like it's old, like domestic a, something yes it reminds me I, yeah, and the only reason why i know this is because i had i had them uh, it reminds me of a early 90s pontiac uh I, they almost call them like shall, salad shooter wheel well, not salad shooter wheels but <laughs> yeah. I, I had a grand am but they had little blades i swear to god it reminded me of my first car that's how crazy it was yeah. it was a i would say that i feel like they they took the wheels from like a grand am or like an old like Mercury Cougar. So I, I can't put my hands on it, but I, or my finger on it. But it's just like, Jesus Christ, what is it? So anyway, <laughs> but, uh, I, yeah, on that note. But yeah, I, I just liked it. I thought, it um, I you know, for for being economical at 16.7, you really can't get a lot for 16.7 in, in a vehicle these days. And I feel like you can. I, you I got a kid going to college or you want to pick these up secondhand. Not too bad, you know. It would be pretty cool to see something like this in like a like a cup series. I'm not saying anything, but mm-hmm. there's a U there, there's a Canadian Centra Spec Cup. I'm just saying we yeah. could probably do a Versa Cup here US wide. But exactly. You know, we we cover the Micro Cup that's out of Canada, which is a spec race coming from in Canada, the most affordable car there. We should do the same thing with these Versas, a Versa Cup US spec. That'd be awesome. Well, let's uh, let's talk about the best part, you know. And um, Diego actually mentioned it. He goes, "Does it come with a manual gearbox?" Yes, it comes it with a manual does. gearbox. You Base can tell trim. me, I can still I can still rock the the three on the floor and yeah. just and, and and I'm buying it for sixteen seven. Mm-hmm. You can't really beat that. It, I'm just saying. Just- just to call out the specs on this for just a second, though, it is a 1.6 liter four cylinder, 122 yeah. horses. I'm not expecting 300 horsepower out of this thing. Come on. Yeah, it's a five speed manual <laughs> transmission, which is kind of weird for 2022. Typically, you always see a six, but it's a five speed. Nah, I don't care though. That low, I, I I'd feel happy burning through the the gears. I hope that it gets as crazy as the uh, as the uh, Ultima Energy. People that are out there, <laughs> I hope to see those things blazing past me in the fast lane doing 120. Yeah, that's what I want to see the new Versa. Doing. You're talking about big Versa energy? We need to create that page, man, big if Versa it's not there already. You know what? Let's get on it tonight. Create the page. Big Versa energy. But, uh, yeah, um, I dig it. It's not too bad, honestly. Like, And I'm normally not – I'm not hyping it just because it's a new thing from Nissan. I, I, You know, it really kind of checks a box. For a lot of people, if I was a college kid and my parents dropped me off a five-speed Versa, I'd be like, uh, but then I'd be like, 
I think you'd learn to love it. It's one of those cars where, and that's what that's so it's so nice about the simplicity of four cylinders, especially the older they get. They just seem so simple in nature, and affordable. And I don't want to say disposable, but you get that. You get a feeling that the car is fun just based on how cheap it is. Because you're like, if I crash it, who cares? It's so cheap. I can buy them. They're a dime a dozen. And then that kind of gives you a uh, – it kind of lifts the gate on what you really want to do to a car. You know what's funny is everything is – you know, and it's funny. I was having – sorry. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and it's like nothing's rare until it's rare. And what I mean by that is like all these people that were out there destroying the original S thirties because they were like cheap as hell, right? Yes, Nobody cared. They sold about a bunch. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, look at what people are paying for like um uh Corollas now. Corolla hatchbacks. Yeah, gotta... We were throwing these things away for the longest time. Let's talk about like the Nissan S twelve. It's Ooh. it's it's competitor at this time. Those things are like jumping through the roof now. And it's like they were never worth anything but you never know i mean i think this is kind of like a a little bit of a lightning in a bottle it's one of those things that eventually people are going to catch on and then it's just going to be one of those 10 15 (laughs) years from now people are going to be like hey i got that verse with five speed that's right so they're going to be slamming them airbagging them and that's how (laughs) that's what's going to happen so yeah that's true and and you did mention the front end having that nice it it, it, want to say there was a facelift involved it it looks good you know you just you give me like a like a little point eight of a drop you give me some wheels that i've that aren't salad shooters that aren't like (laughs) i i don't know like ninja stars i just get rid of them like yeah that weren't pulled off a a pontiac grand am or beretta back in the day i mean yeah those get those out of here. Uh, yeah, those are the first thing that are going. Get them out of here. And then um, and then it wouldn't be a bad ride, you know, for, for a 20-something going up. I could see that. Uh, Diego actually said, nice. I could see it as my next winter car. Yeah, I could I, I could see that too as well. I could see me buying that for my kid or uh, or the wife as a beater. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. but yeah, that's everything. Um, again, kudos to Nissan for being the most affordable car in the U.S. The ne- with the Nissan Versa, um, overtaking the uh, the Kia Rio before that. Mm-hmm. Get it's, out of here, Kia cr- Rio! <laughs> get out of here, Kia Rio! Yeah, exactly. Stupid gerbils! <laughs> <laughs> Just get out of here. Well, right. uh, Miles, I've got the last uh, article as part of our Nissan news this episode, and. What I like about this article that I'm about to share is that, you know, we've said this in the past episodes, there are some articles that just really define exactly what we're looking for as part of the Nissan Nerd Podcast. It just kind of checks all the boxes of how uh, uh, little known that it is, how nerdy the article gets, and this is one of them. So I'll I'll go ahead and share my screen on this one. Uh, This one is, let's go for it. stream all right nissan is to use green metals from kobe steel and in its domestic cars and uh, what what they mean by green is that uh they are having uh steel production the the production of steel is a um carbon dioxide footprints through the manufacturing processes is little to no carbon dioxide footprint or emissions footprint uh, in the supply chain and manufacture of these cars. Not only is the automotive community trying to create uh, cars that don't emit 
uh, carbon dioxide, but also in the manufacturing process and also in the scrapping process. Really, uh, many car manufacturers and Nissan specifically are looking into this uh, big, uh, no matter where you go, re reducing or eliminating carbon dioxide footprints and uh, every step, uh, the entire life of a car. So uh, the entire production and the life of the car. Yes, yes. And and so uh, this is this article really talks about it. Uh, Nissan is partnering with Kobe Steel out of Japan. They have a product which eliminates CO2 emissions from the manufacturing process. And this steel will first be used in the Nissan Serena minivan that is sold only in Japan uh, beginning in spring of 2023. Uh, the cool part about all this is that although this process has been used in the automotive industry in the past, for example, in maybe motorsports, uh, Nissan is the first automaker in Japan uh, for, to use this process as a mass uh, for a mass-produced vehicle. So uh, kudos to to Nissan for for uh, uh, for doing that. Uh, Kobe Steel also will provide aluminum sheets. Uh, uh, materials uh, that that Nissan will use in stamping of parts. They're saying that it is also uh, CO2 emissions free. Seems kind of funny at the time in this in this article they talked about it. They said that uh, the smelting process, the melt. Let's just say the. It will say it the right way. Smelting. Smelting. <laughs> the smelting process of the aluminum sheets is accomplished through solar power. And it kind of made me laugh because you realize how much power energy is required to melt aluminum. It's like 1,800 uh, degrees Fahrenheit to melt aluminum, and you're doing it through solar power. Like that's a lot. That's a that's dedication, for sure, man. Uh, so, you know, I that, will say this though: if you notice the trend, though, and Nissan does this, but you know they learn from past experiences. So this is obviously a new process. It's not without its its bumps and bruises as you kind of go through the process. So what are they going to do? They're going to launch it on the Serena first off. Yes. And so they're just like, well, if the Serena goes to hell. This is an or, experiment. They're starting <laughs> with this minivan. Yeah. But you know the thing, that's one thing, you know, on one side you can take it like that as a, like a backhanded compliment. But the reality is it's actually innovative, but with a small amount of risk. And, the, and that's one thing that I love about Nissan is that they'll, they'll actually take these innovative risks, put it out there into production for, so people get an opportunity to test it out and get it in the market. They, you know, they're a car manufacturer. They're well-seasoned. They're obviously going to test all these steels. And that was my, my concern being as a person that looks at um, structural deconstruction <laughs> and everything <laughs> I look at, you know, being an insurance adjuster, I look at just wrecks all day long, structural, you know, collapses on all that stuff in automotive industries. So I get to kind of see what happens with different types of steel and different mixes and the metallurgy and, and that kind of goes into these pores when they're, when they're putting it in and what's the tensile strength of stuff. And so when I hear stuff like this, I'm like, wow, that's completely revolutionary. Yeah. Let's see how it does with these with these crash certifications and everything else. But for them to put it in in a Japanese market, <clears throat> which is extremely critical and extremely um, checks and balances for those for those safety measures, 
you know it's going to be it's going to be a win for them. I just hope that um, eventually this can be um, uh, combed out and then and made into the entire production line, as long as it's safe for the entire production line and and the benefit wins there. So, well, a good point that you mentioned that too is that uh, in this article, although there was no mention that for some reason this particular grade of steel uh, with this improved. Uh, more environmentally friendly process. It didn't mention whether it was stronger or weaker. I imagine about the same because I mean, just for I would safety, imagine the quality, same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're, they're, they te- there's a lot of ways they test tensile strength yeah. for steel, and um, I, I'm sure they're not going to be like, oh, we'll put it out there and just not know anything about it. They're yeah. just not that kind of company. I, I'm sure they've been me- messing with this for some time, and and now we're putting it out to production or potentially putting it out to production. So kudos to yeah. them. Now, there was some really good facts that they mentioned in this article. This is where the part where I just, the nerd part of me really enjoyed it. They said that, uh, they really let you know about the big picture uh, about automotive production, uh, the industry. They said that steel parts account for 60% of a vehicle's weight. Aluminum accounts for about 10% of a vehicle's weight. And they're looking into uh, discussions with manufacturers like Kobe to uh, develop these processes for cleaner manufacturing process. So Nissan does aim for uh, to achieve uh, neutrality in its carbon emissions footprint by 2050 for all stages of its vehicle's life cycle emissions. Uh, currently, manufacturing takes up about 9% of all emissions and 88% is actually during the use of the vehicle. Nice. And then the remaining is in, in, in actual scrapping of the vehicle, though. Uh, they did so. This is actually really interesting, though. They said that, you know, the rise of EVs obviously becoming more common and being the wave of the future. Coincidentally, there's uh, Nissan is expecting a rise in the emissions during the manufacturing process uh, for EV, EV vehicles. So this is, this is why I think... In, you might say they're they're being proactive, getting this conversation started early yeah. before you see it applied to everything. All, the, all I would agree with you 100%. I mean, the scrutiny is only going to get more stringent. The scrutiny is only going to get more more severe and severe as any manufacturer begins to start putting out a, a vehicle, whether it's a um, whether it's a, a a mass production or a well-known manufacturer versus you know all these ev companies like lucid or rivian or tesla uh, we shouldn't say tesla's now mainstream but you know um uh, lordstown all these guys that are kind of putting um these ev vehicles to market here um that are coming up soon you know that they're going to have to fall into the same line and and fall to the same scrutiny that everybody else does so um you know for a manufacturer to put this out I mean, Nissan could be leading the way on this, and then you might see other companies do that too as well. We we talked about this about five or six episodes back where, you know, um, these big companies like Toyota or Nissan will potentially put out production of another brand through their yes. stamping processes. And this as is an a very, this is a very real world. Um, you know, um, sometimes they need the production, you know, Hey, we, we, we've got downtime for a, a certain time period and then they'll pump out X amount of vehicles for these, uh, vehicle, um, X amount of vehicles of this off brand. And then they yep. start making a partnership. And this was like, we saw this a lot 
or we saw the rumors of this happening um, during COVID where production was all over the place and people didn't, you know, companies didn't know what they were doing and they were just trying to keep the lights on or, you know, and keeping, um, maintaining the, uh, the, the growth quota, you know, for the, <laughs> for the, the stock, if you will. But yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah, great article. Um, yeah, we'll see how that goes going into yeah. 2023. We'll give you a little more detail on this again. I know it's a super nerdy article, but again, I, That's who we are. There's one last thing. You mentioned stock, and this was the last thing I wanted to point out, though. They were saying that this this whole process is not – you can't assume this is going to be a cheaper process mm-hmm. to perform. So they're saying that although it may be more expensive compared to conventional manufacturing methods, uh, Nissan did not say whether or not it will affect the price of the cars. I imagine maybe in the future it will. I imagine with more volume will become a lower price, but there probably is going to be some sort of Well, if you're spearheading it as one of the first companies, the reality is you, yeah, you're taking all the bumps and bruises initially, but the cool thing on the backside is now you've, you've figured everything out and yeah, people can follow you and learn from your mistakes, but you've, you've have all the development and all the money invested in the development of um, the production. So, you're ahead of the game. It gives you that springboard of six months, a year, a year and a half. So everybody has to catch up to your wave. You know, they're living in your wake. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, and Nissan, I will say this change from the last, you know, we, when we saw this ever since the pre COVID, uh, mm-hmm. time period and COVID had nothing to do with it. Nissan was already on the path of a major change around the time of the, the ghost and fallout. And, mm-hmm. um, the gone fallout my don't and um you know they were already going to make that change and covid had a little bit to do with that but i don't know just my opinion but uh, we talked I, about this but yeah. i think in summary though uh if you are a person who likes to go to whole foods and find foods that is organically grown and then if you go to restaurants and you ask for food made from animals that were humanely put down, then you probably also want a Nissan Serena because of how much less emissions it emits during its process. So that's <laughs> that's that's the connection I'm seeing, man. If, if you're woke, you want a Nissan Serena. Right. As I Japan. sip my organic beer and... Uh... <laughs> when you yes, get down to my, the details, uh, that's, tofu that's, that's what you lifestyle want. does nod to you, sir. <laughs> All right, we're moving along. Um, on the note of non-tofu lifestyle, we're going to talk a little bit about motorsports here. So we're going to enter into a segment where we look into Nissan's current racing portfolio, entries, and how they're doing, basically. So, uh, Mike, the big news, and obviously a lot of the big Nissan budget with racing in consideration, is happening on the Formula E platform. Um, let's yes. talk a little bit about that. Yeah, let's go for it. Now, uh, what's happening at this point right now with the Nissan Formula E team is a lot of preseason testing before its first race, which happens January 14th uh, next year. So what are we? We're less than four, uh, less than a, a month away from uh, the beginning of uh, the next season of Formula E. So, so what Nissan's been doing here uh, since then, it, since the last time we spoke about it, is that uh, they have actually concluded their preseason testing. Uh, it was a, t- combina- a total of five days in Valencia, Spain, at the local track there, which Nissan was able to finally put real 
uh, testing to the new Gen 3 car. Uh, this and we've talked about the Gen 3 car, which is new as part of Formula E, uh, quite a lot. It's it's lighter, it's faster, it's all-wheel drive. It, it's it it's it, it. I really think this next Formula E season is going to be off. It's just going to be crazy. So I definitely encourage it, though. But uh, anyway, getting back into Nissan, though. Uh, they spent a, a series of five days uh, testing the car. They began with a lot of, of the cars set up uh, on the track. A lot of it began from their uh, studying of uh, uh, tests that they've actually performed from the, the factory beforehand. And they're saying that as uh, they got further along those five days, they transitioned into actually improving performance based on drivability and, and overall, uh, according to the uh, uh, team, le team lead, uh, Tommaso Volpe, he mentioned that they saw good results. Uh, in fact, uh, their are two drivers, both new for this year, uh, saw consistent top 10 fastest times uh, on the track. Now, you got to remember, this is all teams using the same track at the same time. So even though everybody's testing, it's still somewhat of a competition. And... Uh, they did see Nissan did see their Formula E team uh, among the the top ten fastest cars each day, and on one day specifically, they were the fastest. So some very good results, just as they said. Uh, they said here that uh, uh, what they're doing now, now that this preseason testing has wrapped up, they mentioned that uh, they will be entering the Christmas break and recharging their batteries. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's an EV joke. <laughs> Cheesy. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, <laughs> I mean, Nissan has put a lot of development into the Formula E series for some time, and they've actually been one of the first manufacturers in the Formula E series um, to really kind of give a full backing for it. And you can tell, uh, if you go back and follow the history, they, they definitely can, can be be proud or boastful of that um, as this series starts to develop, if you will. I, I really think it's starting to finally get its roots and it's starting to blossom in the next year. Um, you're seeing other manufacturers that are kind of raising an eyebrow and getting into the Formula E. I still yeah. think that a Netflix episode might happen one of these days. But again, <laughs> um, we we don't know anything of that. Yeah. That's all hearsay. I hope yeah. it's all uh, it's all moving in the right direction. So. Now, I do want to highlight one more article that had come in, uh, in this in this case, from therace.com. They were talking about uh, a lot of questions that came uh, as a result of this preseason testing amongst many of the manufacturers of the uh, Formula E uh, teams. And specifically, it's regarding to the Gen 3 car in general and the formula of the Gen 3 car. So you might we might actually start seeing this, especially in the beginning, as we start actually see actual racing. So uh, just to give you a quick uh, summary of what's happening, this actually happened to our old man Sebastian Buemi. Now he's moved on to the Jaguar team, he but he's, I saw he's that. still racing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he did have an accident where the car he he ran into a tire wall uh, with his car. Unfortunately, I believe he is okay. Yeah, no need he's to worry. Fine. We still love him, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we still give him a little. Yeah, exactly. Now, the the concern, though, was what, why he hit the tire wall. And uh, according to what they're saying here is that 
this the whole issue began when the car uh, lost power. So there was an inverter problem. The car shut down. No power. And normally that wouldn't be a problem. But uh, per the formula of Formula E for these Gen 3 cars, mm -hmm. the cars do not have mechanical brakes in the rear anymore. It's only in the front. The hydraulic brakes, they're only for the front, but there aren't any in the rear. What they're using in the rear is you know, brake energy regeneration. They're regenerating that power, uh, so they have to absorb it. But what happens when the car dies and the car is essentially off? That means there's no brakes in the rear. And so this caused a, an accident that could have been much worse than what it was, but I think it highlighted a concern that we might actually see in the coming uh, months uh, as the, the new Formula E season begins. They're just going to slap a couple Z32 brakes on the back. <laughs> 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 and they're gonna fix all that. That's what's gonna happen with that. That's yeah. it. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna break bias that, and then, bam. Yeah. Eight, I'm Exa figuring like, <laughs> like eighty twenty, eighty front, 80, twenty back. That's yeah. what I'm gonna say right now. Yeah. Now the the crazy <laughs> part about it. I mean, I agree with you. We should just probably propose that situation to the. I'll, I'm gonna to send an email right now. I'm already on the email. Yeah, you're gonna offer him some Sumitomo yeah. two pot. <laughs> Sumitomo two pot, twenty year old Sumitomo two pot. That's gonna fix your problem right up. All right, I know a guy. Uh, Hold on. I know a guy. I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And you want them aluminum or steel? No, that was the fronts. Though, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, but <laughs> they did. Nerd out. Nerd yes, out. Yes. Moving on. All right. Now, when you combine this concern with the fact that majority of Formula E tracks are street tracks and not legitimate uh historical tracks or traditional tracks what that means is that most street tracks don't have they have little to no uh runoff areas so that if an issue like this happens, a wall baby it's going to be a wall man and that means there's danger for the driver so now th this is a very fine line this whole uh, in this article here and again we'll put it in the show notes uh there's a fine line to about about who's liable and, and what's going to happen you know the teams would love to do something about it but if you want to stay within the formula of formula e that means formula e has to change so their engineers and or their team the formula e directors need to find a solution and mandate it for all vehicles and that's going to take some time and, and yet it's going to happen uh, the the first race of this season is going to happen before real action or decision is made. So you know it's nothing yeah. new for for series to change rules mid series and then everybody jumps on board or makes the, the the leap to the safety aspect or whatever is a requirement of everything mm -hmm. that's kind of coming out at the time. But yeah, I, I'm with you. It's definitely going to be something that's going to be hanging above the series this year. Um, as we kind of lock, uh, move into uh, into 2023. So. This is the first of many changes and many concerns. This is going to be a transitional year, but and this is why I really think it's going to be exciting. But I just hope that in the end, obviously everybody's safe, walks out of this thing alive. But uh, uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm going to be watching. I think uh, I... <sighs> we watched the last two e. years. So, yeah, this next series is going to be... Up there, I, I mean, I'm loving the new livery. I, I'm loving the um, all the involvement that Nissan has in, uh, placed on this for the upcoming year, and you can yeah. tell that they're they're in it 
to win this year. So let's see how it goes. So. The crazy part is, is that it's been hard to watch. Not, not hard to watch, but difficult to gain access to the videos. So I really hope that's one of the things that we improve. Yeah. And, and once we find out, once I find out, Miles, I'll share with you. And, of course, with everybody online, all you guys with this. We'll give you anything uh, that we have as far as videos. Continue to look for those on Facebook and, of course, our Instagrams um, as we're still learning um, how to make sure that you guys get everything that you need as soon as we can find it. So, yes, 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 yes. All now, right. How, this, the second part of Nissan's involvement with motorsports typically involves Super GT. That's typically your baby, Miles. Anything? So, uh, Super GT. Uh, let's see here. Um, now, I want to show a few people a couple things here in just a few minutes. Now, um, for Super GT, obviously, we ended the year and uh, in 2022 on a high note with the Calsonic team uh, winning in the 500 series. And then, of course, um, a really good um, showing for the, uh, the college, uh, the Realized team. Um, you know, I, I couldn't have asked for a better year as a Calsonic fan. <laughs> you know it's one of those that goes down in history as one of the uh the years that makes me happy but let's talk a little bit about what's going to be happening for 2023 so 2023 we got a little bit of time uh left on the clock but we're not going to see the series actually even begin until april 15th or 16th the first race is going to be at okiyama international circuit um and then of course we are going to be going into um you know, the typical eight round series. So as the series unfolds, we'll definitely let you know and move on. Now, the other thing people have kind of been asking me is, or, you know, inquiring about is, has the driver lineup been picked? And the the reality is no, um, Nissan hasn't officially released its driver lineup. There is a lot of um, idea that not a lot of changes are going to be happening uh, because there was so much success. But unfortunately, with some of the other um, uh, drivers, there does need to be some change-up. A rumor through the Nismo uh, news platform was um, that they just kind of had this myriad of new drivers and existing drivers um, at the Nismo festival that they were trying out drivers. Um, but I think they were just kind of testing out um, these drivers and how they were just uh, reacting uh, with the teams and their involvement. But again, I don't see that being any type of insight of who's actually going to be behind the wheel for the upcoming 2023 season. So right now, Is nothing. It, um, it reminds me of like F1, what they call silly season, where you hear a bunch of rumors. It's all, you never know. It's all rumors. for yeah, right now, yeah. Yeah. But I did want to go ahead and um, show this off. And, and this is something that, will kind of fall under the radar, but I want to make sure that nobody kind of missed it. So for uh, the 2023, there is a Fuji 24-hour race um, where Nissan, of course, uh, what we talked about in the last episode, um, that Nissan's new Nissan Z racing concept will be featured at the Fuji 24-hour race, um, where you'll actually get an opportunity to see this vehicle in action. Um, so very interesting to see how it is now keep in mind what you're seeing there is two vehicles that will be fielded for the fuji race 24 hours so you're telling me that wasn't a fancy instagram filter that was actually two cars that's what i see it is actually going to be two cars from what i what i have found so far so is it the spec gt4 like because remember we had talked about that in the past where we know the gt4 spec car is coming out but is this 
a contender? Is this the same that, or is it a different type of a uh, spec? You know, you I don't have uh, I don't have exact details, and you know, I could be putting my foot in my mouth, but you know what? I'm two beers deep. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. Right. And if not, you know, hold Feeling my feet to the fire with me walking amongst the cars and coffee or the super lap battlegrounds. You know, Miles, you're a complete liar. Well, guess what? <laughs> Today I'm not. So, so you're but, a visionary. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But uh, moving on. Uh, but yeah, that's everything that's coming out for the Super GT. Um, now, Mike, we we covered Super uh, Nissan Challenge this upcoming year. And honestly, it was a great year for Nissan Challenge. We really enjoyed watching it. Um, any news that's kind of come out of the camp for Nissan Challenge for 2023? Or have they released dates or anything yet? So for 2023, the, the the actual schedule has not been released as per what I've seen. However, the last race of 2022 of this year uh, just wrapped up, and uh, if not, well, let's 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 run through that just just first, uh, real quick though. Uh, majority. Of the, so by the way, I should mention though is that. As far as the 2022 season, us here at the Nissan Center Podcast kind of joined. We learned of this race a little later. We knew. We finally so got we, the input covered, that we needed about mid-year. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. We, we covered probably solidly the last three races, I, I believe. But I agree, uh, yeah. The, the last race here was uh, December 11th, so uh, not too long ago, at Willow Springs International Raceway, legendary Willow Springs. We uh, – the Nissan Challenge uh, Facebook didn't really have much on updates. However, if I go to their, uh, let's just say their results page through their website, they do show here the those who actually uh, yeah. who participated and uh, uh, their position in not only round eight but in the the entirely. So all the results are here. So again, uh, there are four classes inside the Nissan Challenge. Each each class obviously pertaining to what mods are in the car, uh, stock modified was it turbocharged? Is it naturally aspirated, etc. So um, what I wanted to do here is just kind of name off a few names, give them their due as, as having been the uh, top two or top three of each of their class uh, for this season. Uh, in class one, uh, Charles Park in his R35 GTR is in first place, 96 points. Well, uh, Mike Z- yeah, I think he took the series, actually. Charles with oh, Power yeah. Tri- from Power Tricks um, actually ended up taking the series. Kudos to uh, Mr. Charles Park, so we want to give him a shout-out. So uh, Honestly, he essentially dominated the entire class, <laughs> he having almost yeah. five times the amount. Second, second place only had 19 points. Charles Park had 96. It kind of goes to show uh, the, on points alone, let you know Charles how involved is a, is Charles was. A suspension Mike, guru, or, or so I can't others. see that. Plus, with the powerhouse of the R35, <laughs> not to say that has anything to do with it. It's still a, a, a lot of car to handle. But kudos yeah. to Charles Parks. I do want to give an honorable mention um, mm-hmm. to uh, uh, Takeshi Sato, uh, 16th place. Okay. <laughs> who I'm actually a huge fan of. Are um, you? Yeah, he's actually a really cool guy. So I wanted to give him a shout out for for hanging in there and finishing out this series. So kudos <laughs> to him. So 
That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, moving on into class two, though, here. Um, uh, this race is actually one of the up closer wins. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke Liederman uh, wins first place, 75 points for the season in his Z33 class Nissan two. 350Z. Good yes, job. sir. Uh, class Tom three. Weba, uh, the, the second place, 50 points in his G35. Third place goes to Malco. I'm just going to butcher that last name. Uh, 43 points in his Zurietta. 370Z Z34. Can you have a better chance of reading that than I do? I guess uh, we are products of the we are products of the local school systems. So I don't <laughs> class want three. Just to give a shout out to Adam Zia <laughs> and uh, Maria Hinojoso. Hinojoso. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mario. Six points. And <laughs> Forty-three points. And then of course uh, class four to not be forgotten: Sandy Isaacs, Andrew Kin, and Adrian Giros. Good job there for you, you go. guys getting out there again. I'm really a big fan of the Nissan Challenge Series. Um, you know, I want to see a little bit more um, going into next year. I really want to follow it, and yeah. I just want to see more content. Um, so if you are a driver or if you're planning to get involved with it, post some stuff. We'll list it on here. We want to hear about it. We really are excited about that series. And, um, you know, it's brand-specific. What can't you love, you know? So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Absolutely right. Honestly, Miles, that wraps up our motorsports oh, update news. for the year. That's motorsports. We're done, son. Um, that is the end of 2022. I feel like I just gave birth. So <laughs> it's a weight off your shoulders. That's a weight <laughs> off my shoulders. So Wait. let's talk a little bit about um you know, about this time, we have the time to ourselves. You people are stuck with us. So now we can actually have a little bit of fun. So let's talk a little bit about um, Back Alley Chat, you know, for the end of the year. Back Alley Chat, end of the year 2022. What are we going to talk about? You know, what is kind of weighing on our minds? What is going to be the question that we finish out the year with and carry into the next year? So let's talk about everything that we failed at this year. Let's talk about <laughs> everything that we hope that we... to not fail out in 2023. So, let you know, Mike, I'm just going to propose this question. What okay. are your car resolutions for 2023 that you may have felt short for in 2022? Well, uh, and and I, again, this goes to anybody else out there. Yes. If you have some car resolutions that you want to throw up out there, tell us about it. I want to finish my car. I want to, you know what? I'm going to buy the new damn Z if I can ever afford it without the $4 billion MSRP <laughs> markup, above MSRP markup at the dealer. You know, tell us, tell us uh, anything. Hey, you know what? I finally want to get that engine in. Or I finally want to finish this damn project car. Or I finally want to find my damn project car. Tell us about it. We'll talk about yes. it here in the comments. But Mike, my question Let, to you is, what are your car resolutions for 2023? New year, new problems. So my <laughs> new year, new problems. I've got a few. Uh, the first one is, and I'm actually working on it right now, which is the rebuild uh, new engine or uh, refurbishing uh, a used engine for my Z32 300ZX. Uh, we, we, we've, we've talked about it multiple times. I spun a bearing. I found another engine, uh, that as of current by all tests that I've, that I've taken, uh, it, it sh should be good. I'm actually doing a compression test this weekend on it though. But, um, my goal is to have this running, this car running by spring break, 
and drive this thing to ZCon for 2023 uh, July. Uh, actually happening in the Los Angeles area, uh, ZCon happening this year. So that is goal number one, getting this car exactly how I want it and reliable enough so that I can take it on a cross-country trip uh, to the West Coast. And honestly, I want to go a little. I want to go a little bit past that. Once Econ's over, I want to go north, uh, along the 101, see San Francisco. I want to see Portland, dude. Honestly, this sounds so crazy. I kind of, I've heard so much about Vancouver, which, I mean, that's far. And much less coming back. That is a huge. You just keep going ask. all the way to all the way to Alaska. Ala- Alaska. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Again, and this is the dream right now. My goal number one, obviously, is get it running, get it to LA and back at a minimum. But if I feel confident enough, I want to go ahead and extend that trip up north uh, and then come back. So that that is that's goal number one. People yeah. think I'm slow because I'm from Canada, eh? Sorry, because <laughs> we have Canadian yeah. people who listen to. It. But I have to say, Simpsons definitely. Uh, that's a Simpsons line. I knew it. Yeah, yeah. You know, aside from Nissan, I think I should probably have a Simpsons podcast. We should probably this. throw a, a Nissan, a Simpsons <laughs> podcast out there eventually one of these days. But um, yeah, <laughs> to each yeah. Someone. But again, um, yeah, you know, honestly, that's a formidable amount of accomplishments for 2023. And you know what? I'm about it, man. You you get that engine. You give me a platform. I'll build that yeah. VG with you. We'll get it done, and we'll get you going. Um, you know, the goal is uh, we'll be up at ZCon for 2023. That is our plan for yep. um, the big thing on our radar. So maybe we'll just do a drive or follow behind you as a uh, as support a, uh, vehicle. Support vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Can be you can, of course, because Daddy needs his luxury. <laughs> and then uh, we'll go from there. I'll be the mobile Z32 toolbox and yeah. then we'll kind of keep you going as you break stuff along the way i'll have yeah. a harness in the back i'll have all the good stuff in the back that normally 2020 z32s break as we move forward but uh true, yeah and true, then from true. uh you know after california you're on your own yeah. so uh, <laughs> at that point I, I might as well i gotta be damn sure before i yeah. uh We'll kind I, of I, I, I depart from la which direction yeah. i go but again I have... I, and that's pretty formidable man good job yeah. So a lot to Thanks. put a that's a lot of stress to put on yourself. I'm very proud of you. Now that's goal number one. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Thank you, by the way. That's Good. that that's goal number one. Goal number two is to actually get my six twenty pickup uh reliable for at least city use. Um, you know, the last Your time. Six twenty is so sad because all it really just runs. All you gotta do Essentially is just it runs. It just needs a carburetor rebuild and Dude, that's like basic that's basic bitch stuff. I Get know, it done. I know. I know. That's the thing. So uh, carburetor rebuild. Well, you know me, Miles. It starts with a carburetor rebuild, and then I what? and then I honestly wanted to just pull the entire Get that Weber and... thirty two thirty six, and just throw that sucker on there and call it a day. Thirty two thirty six. Nah, I got a I got an outlaw man. I got not no progressives for me, man. I got the dual synchronous Weber on that thing. Uh, oh yeah, dude. All right, yeah. homie. All right. Woo. Yeah. Spend uh, spend an extra twenty bucks and got that. Good, no? Twenty bucks goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me see here. Um, now, you know, going to myself. Yes, um, I wanted to ask you. Same for you. Twenty twenty three rolls around. I know you've got plans. My projects are a little more involved. Uh, give me the steering wheel. Let me see here. You know, sure, <clears throat> sure. I gotta take this thing 
And I just finished all the POR 15. I finished putting paint on it. <clears throat> this was an ordeal. And I'm just trying to get this chassis on a rolling chassis state so I can start to work on the body. Because this is a whole thing, you know, to going to coilovers all around. It doesn't look okay. like a lot of modifications were done to this Datsun 620 chassis for myself. But I basically put this entire thing on coilovers. Z32 brakes front and back. And then, of course, a VG30DE engine and five-speed transmission, blam, 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 stuffed into it. And so there's modification that needs to go into it. Only a lot. Only a lot. But, you know, this has been my kind of dream. Everybody says I was insane to pull it off. We'll see if I can kind of finish this out. I really just kind of want to get a rolling chassis, start having some fun, being able to churn this thing over by the end of the year. And then I'm cool with that. You know, I, I set my my aspirations low so I can accomplish some type of success. And then after that, I mean, I've got, I'm between working on everybody else's cars, mics <laughs> and, uh, and everything else. And then plus a move. I mean, I've got a lot of personal stuff, things that are going on, but I still have goals that I want to accomplish. And again, for anybody out there accomplishing your own goals, you know, understand the big picture of what's happening on your world, but you know, you can always still accomplish those things in your garage. Get out there, get in your garage, have fun with it, do what you want to do. And, um, you know, me and Mike are car guys through and through. We're not just kind of car guys that buy new stuff. We, we understand the importance of working and wrenching on your own stuff so you can afford to keep your vehicles. So again, if you're listening, you're in your garage, you're wrenching, you're listening to us in that garage. We salute you. Get out there and uh, and you keep that momentum going into 2023, and tell us about it. You know, uh, we you know we love hearing stories about what you accomplished and what your project uh, was. I I love hearing about people that are passionate talking about their projects when I'm at events. I mean, you know, if you just threw rims on your cars, yeah, cool, kudos to you, homie. But you know, if you actually did some actual work and had to actually learn something from the aspect. I, I, I see that as self-development and not only car development, you know, you know, that's one thing that cars give back to you is development of your soul, Dude, you know, um, and, and personal could, confidence, yeah. you know, you agree, you know, actually I wanted to do this for you too. I, uh, oh. in the future here, actually, no, no, there's a really good book that's called shop class is soul craft. Have you heard about this book? No, I have not. Did you just make this up? No, no. <laughs> it sounds like I did, right? No, it's a book. Honestly, I've had this book for about 10 years now, uh, over 10 years. Essentially, uh, the author, and forgive me for not knowing the name right off off, uh, off top of mind. John Smith. Uh, Shecky Smith. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, Paul Rubens. What was our running joke with Paul Rubens? <laughs> Paul Rubens. It's always Paul Rubens. So. But they, he talks about the importance of working in a in a garage or in a shop producing something physical that exists because you got to admit though when you think about all the other things that somebody does let's just say for a living uh, it, let's say it's a white collar job it's it's not physical aside from paperwork it's 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 all in the air there's nothing to really look at in some cases <sighs> and there's a feeling more, a man. psyche that comes to it so that actually going in the garage whether it's a car or not just produce something physical and there's a feeling of satisfaction and knowing that you existed you created this and this is exists now in the world 
it's it's it's, it's it goes a long way, man. It really has a sense of fulfillment. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that whole office space thing. You know, once you actually do something with your hands, you have that sense of accomplishment. So, you know, if you need to get in the garage and and do something small or, you know, hell, if you need to go into carpentry work, get it done. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of primal. Like as a, it's primal. And, 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 and you know, I'm, I'm not trying to out anybody out there, but you know, people could say it's a man thing, but I'm going to say it's, it, it's a human thing, you know, cause there's ladies out there that, that are just as accomplished as men when it comes to the automotive aspect and being a hobbyist. You know, when you get a final finished product, I mean, there's a sense of pride that goes into it. I mean, there's like a little badge that you stick right there and that's it. And get that one right there. That's it. I I finally finished my project. And you know what? Nobody can take that away from you. So again, a kudos to anybody that's a hobbyist or you're in your garage, you're turning your wrenches, you're doing it all yourself, or you're doing as much as you can. There's no... And that's one other thing I want to kind of just harp on real quickly, that if you can't get something done, get it as far as you can and then seek the help of a professional that you can trust or seek out there. There's no humility in that whatsoever, but get it as far as you can and then take over the rest or go from there. You know, but, you know, if even if as small as the idea came up in your head and you farmed it out to a shop. Hey, you know what? You still have the idea and you still have the balls and the financial aspect to put behind it to accomplish that. Screw it, man. You know, my shout out is to you. And that's exactly why we're here for is because at the end of the day, you're you're enthusiastic about the brand or a model or anything that has to do with what we're doing here. And it and that's why me and Mike do exactly what we do is because we want to keep that campfire burning for you we want to let you know everything that's happening with the brand the motorsports aspect but at the end of the day we also want to know what's happening in your world as small as it is and minute we want you to know that we're here for you we've been huge advocates of just right creating something being uh hands-on with something uh if possible again it doesn't have to be a vehicle but hey that's what we pick to choose and pick that's That's our our paintbrush yeah it's our paintbrush it's all about an artisan type of thing man yeah but you know you know and that you know that's why we do it it's not for the money it's not for the drugs and all the thousands of dollars that we get paid for every time we do this for the chicks (laughs) you know for all the sex and drugs that kind of comes with this uh, podcast lifestyle, which is vast. Um, but uh, I will say that right now. Um, this is why we do it, man. We're, we're just we're we're nerds and and uh, and we want to make sure that you have that campfire, which is the podcast here for you. So, yeah. again, I'm going to cry a little bit. A little bit yeah. my beer. <laughs> well, uh, Miles, so again. Just to recollect here too. Okay, so we're getting into car resolutions. It's the end of the year. We're thinking about 2023. Us here as the as the Nerd Podcast, we aren't going anywhere. We will continue to be doing this. By the way, for anybody like it or not, no, I'm saying we, we've got a lot of good friends on this one. But I started to think too. What what else is there for 2023 that we can talk about too? Which is, I wanted to ask you if that's all right. Like. Do you see yourself acquiring any new tools? Are you are you saving up for any tools or uh, any other type of equipment? Small, big or small, I don't care. I, I mean, there's always something. We're always what's you the know, next 
I always, I always pick up tools as I go into 23th. Let's. So we're talking about the wish list, homie. Now wish we're talking list. about Santa Claus. No, no. Now I'm talking about something that will actually come to reality by the end of 2020. You know, I've been pushing this off for a long time, and this is big purchase, homie stuff. I have all the toolboxes that I need. I have just about every like cool tool that I I need need okay. to get my jobs okay. done of what I want to do. Yeah. It was a toss up this year between a wheel changer, like a wheel and tire changer or oh, really? a lift. And I think as I get older, <laughs> the the lift is where I want to be. So I think in 2023 my goal is by the end of 2023 Mm-hmm. is to pick up uh, my first lift. I've never had a lift before. I've worked on lifts a million times, and I've worked on other people's lifts in garages, shops, but I've never had my own lift, and I really want a lift, like a little two-post. <laughs> All I want is a two-post. And uh, now, just give me a two-post. Yeah. Are, are you talking one that will actually go over your head, or I've seen some that go about waist high? No, you know, maybe we, we ain't doing the little, belly little high. half. The half bin pack. I want to do the full, just full round. <laughs> and that's what I, what, that's what daddy wants. He wants the, the full, because the reality is, um, you know, I want it for myself, but at the same time, I, I'm, I'm a very pay it forward kind of guy. So I want to make sure that people have the opportunity to have a lift if they really want to kind of come over and, and work on it. And I, I teach mm-hmm. as I, you know, I kind of go from there. It's one of my faults probably that I just want to make sure that, <laughs> That people have that avenue, but you know, kudos. I'm glad you um, admitted that's, it. Yeah, that's yeah. my uh, that that's what I enjoy to do. Um, yeah. I, I find pleasure in it by um, teaching Amanda fish, if you will, uh, from that aspect. So I, I agree. But um, yeah, uh, you know, hopefully that'll be my my big ticket item. So again, big ticket item. Yeah, is a, a two post lift for the uh, for the new shop that's going up in New Mexico. We'll see how it goes. So, how about you, man? So, yeah, I'm a little torn right now. So, I was kind of lost thinking about what the acquisition might be for 2023. Because I got to admit, I did take advantage of some Black Friday specials here within the last two weeks. I grabbed a nice uh, tool cart, uh, you know, toolbox cart, right, uh, something right. I've been thinking about for a while. Next, next thing too, you know, we deal with. Here's the next item. We deal with refurbishing older stuff, and and a hundred percent of the time, that always involves cleaning old stuff, preparing it, and then making it look like new again. And so, one of the things I bought was a parts cleaner, one of those oh, big yeah, parts job. with a pump and the washer. I was, I, I'm surprised I didn't think about it sooner. Like, why didn't I get this sooner? Because I deal with dirty parts. Oh, so, you're, so you're a bit of a clean freak. It makes sense that you would buy. And it. I am very, that comes from the job, my, my profession, which is like five S and cleanliness and ready. And yes, yes, cleanliness. yes. So next to godliness. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing I can think of just off of mine, and this is going to sound so small because it doesn't really cost much, but, um, gloves, it's an air compressor tool that sucks fluid out of like, master cylinder master cylinders when you're trying to get rid of fluid it's a air compressor like vacuum yes one of those honestly you'll be amazed how handy that simple tool can can be and you know when i was talking about brake fluid you gotta understand brake fluid has the ability to destroy paint so you can't be messy and this is a nice simple little like you said just 
cleans it up. You know, and, you got to think yeah. beyond that. I mean, you'll never have to go to the bathroom again. You know, you're working, <laughs> on, the, you're working on the Z and you just stick it right through the hole, <laughs> right through the pee-pee hole. There's an attachment. Like right out of the bladder right there. There's a ta- an attachment made for that. Like yeah, the, yeah. Just like the, like the astronauts. That's it. Just stick <laughs> it right out of there. Na- it, it, it's science. Na- it's, it's NASA science. developed. Yeah, yeah. God, <laughs> good, good, <laughs> good creativity there, man. <laughs> hey, man, that's what I'm here for, uh, right? So, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> Harold goes uh, five horsepower urinal, and you know he's not wrong. <laughs> he's you not know? wrong. He's not wrong. So. Before, before, and I don't want to. This is we're having fun. I don't want to wrap this up too soon. But for those of you who are online, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, you we'll know, for real, Harold. Anybody yeah. else? Uh, tell us what your uh, goals are for 2020, your automotive goals are for 2023, and let us know what uh, big ticket items that are um, in your starry eyes for 2023. So we'll <laughs> um, honestly, but, uh, yeah. So. yeah, I think honestly, for me, if, if you were to con- consider that, and then another one, again, it's a simple tool, but I want it so much, is a... D- disc brake caliper the pad spreader have you seen one it's like a ratchet that just pushes I every have time you do a brake it's job not, it's not yeah. bad yeah you know a disc spreader believe it or not is surprisingly helpful when you just like it, it when you do a brake job it's one yeah. of those things it's actually the one thing that kind of just sucks all the energy out of you on the job if that makes yeah. sense besides the whole pump the brake situation yeah there's two things that suck about brake jobs. It's spreading the pads, in my opinion. I agree. Of course, no, I agree. And then the pump action when you don't have a friend, right? You got to so have friends for that a one. A pneumatic yeah. brake bleeder system yeah. is really helpful. They're about $67 to 100 bucks on the cheap through Amazon. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend those. And they also have a little vacuum system like my kids. Um, those are actually kind of built into it. And usually they have like a little cup that you can fill with um, uh, your ABS fluid and you yep. kind of sit it there as a reservoir. So it never bleeds out. You never really lose the um, the fluid and get the air bubbles in the system, which sucks ass. But um, <laughs> just to let you know, um, but the, the separator, they're cheap. They're like, Anywhere from oh, like yeah. twelve bucks to like They're twenty dollars per. It's a, it's a great stocking stuffer for those who need some last minute gift ideas for sure. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Highly yeah, recommend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, that that's actually a nice little purchase um, for those that don't have that in their life because you got eventually you got to evolve past the C clamp lifestyle. So yeah. uh, <laughs> like step up your game, homie. You know what I mean? Like for real. <laughs> It's you can the always little things the, that count. It's yeah. The little things that count. So, yeah. um, let's see here. Harold, uh, Wilkman says, finish my shop. Damn, that's a big tall order. That's homie. a big resolution, so, man. That's yeah. a big resolution. I hope but, it works um, out. yeah, I don't know how much is involved with that or how, how balls deep you are in it, but, uh, <laughs> I, I hope you're halfway or close to the, uh, Close to the uh, the coin purse uh, with getting that done for yourself, <laughs> sir. But uh, kudos to you. Uh, Paolo actually chimed in. He goes, my 2023 resolution is put 1983 patrol on the road. Now, that is an accomplishable goal that I'd like to see happen. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I know you've been doing that full resto on that vehicle, man, as you've been chiming in um, over the last few episodes. But we cannot 
Um, if you do finish it, let us know. And we'll yeah, definitely give a shout out. We like to do shout outs for that kind of stuff. Um, Harold replied back. He goes, spray foam next weekend. Ooh, you're on insulation. Um, so, yeah, you got to actually get some warmth. And it's cold as balls in Texas Ooh. today. For those that don't know, it is uh, December 22nd. And um, we're in the middle of a full-on freeze right now. So, um, Which, yeah, I'm Harold. surprised the power has been on as long as it's yeah, been. Yeah, surprised what it is. Yes, yes, Pipes are bursting all around us. So, it is what it is. So, But, uh, yeah, anybody else have any input? Let us know for the next few minutes as we continue to round this out but uh you know all accomplishable goals i can't say enough to people about um starting with small goals if if you think you can handle it you know reach for the stars worst case you can hit the clouds you know make it happen and uh you know mike i uh, my goals i can probably do a lot of that myself because i'm just a full-on man um but for you if you need help with any type of your goals, um, I just want to say this last year has been a really good time with you, buddy. And no. I just want to say how much I love you. And this isn't the three beers deep talking. I just, <laughs> I love you. And yeah. if you need those goals or you need friendship to accomplish those goals, that's the brotherhood of bloody knuckles. And I'm here yeah. for you. So, oh, damn, man. That. Thanks, on man. that note, yeah, hey, uh, hey, hey, well, same for you, buddy. I gotta say, uh, thank you. You have been very, very helpful for me, uh, especially with these two man jobs that I need and uh, for things that I'm, I don't know typically in terms of the certain things. So, thank you, yeah. You're honestly, right. you're, you're not as useless as you think you are, and <laughs> that's, uh, that's the nicest thing you've ever told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, though, I did uh send you a gift. Um, to your house uh, and I told you not to open it. So we're going to do a little bit of gift exchange at the end of the show. Um, so I actually sent you a box of ish that I want you to open up that I've yeah. been kind of compiling over the year and some cool stuff that I think that you would dig. Um, so go ahead. And, um, I, I sent you the box. You should have it. Yes. Yes. And I, so, I've been staring at this box for the last couple of days just because of the same fact. I'm like, you know, I typically am a patient man, but uh, no, crack it open. Yeah, I've been curious. So yeah, let's go ahead and get into this one. Uh, I do have this with me here. Uh, one of the one of the finest packing jobs I've seen in my life. Hey, bro, uh, <laughs> we're car guys. We're not here to wrap stuff. That's just how we roll. So. That is true. That is true. Um, all right, let's get into it, man. Uh, I'm gonna tear off the. Uh, Body strip paint, uh, body paint, the lowest tack possible. So I can actually reuse this box. Thanks for the box. Um, that's actually green tape, and it's <laughs> semi-tackable. So semi-tack. Uh, okay. That's orange tape. That is actually uh, when you're – it's pretty much the best tape that you can get when you're about to die grind or cut stuff, just to let you know. Right? Really? Maybe next year, if you're a good boy, I'll give you a, a roll of the orange tape. All right? <laughs> the orange, I, I do know by reputation, is very, very awesome. The orange okay. is the good stuff. Uh, for those who are listening with us, I'm opening the box now. Hey. Okay. Uh, where do I start, man? Uh, where okay, are you um, one, homie? I see this. So I see a, it it a poster. It's a, it's, a, it's a treasure map. Um, you have <laughs> to go out in the cold and dig out your front yard to find the rest of your gifts. Oh, dude, did you really get – okay, so, so Miles, you should say over the last year, you know, we've always been fans of Donut Media. Yeah. 
this they're is actually, Ilo. This is yeah, yeah. They're really they're really nice guys. Actually, they've they've messaged us once or once, um, and you yeah. know they're but they were um, they were nice enough to actually um, their media department was nice enough to send us um, a few posters. So they asked how many were in our staff. So they actually send us uh, they sent you a poster. They sent me a yeah. poster, and I have one for Onion um, as well. Do you really? I didn't pay anything for them. They just they shipped them on to us as a courtesy, um, and they said eventually we need to take pictures of them and, and send it into them, and they'll show them on their their page. So oh, gladly, when we get a gladly, chance to man. get together, we'll we'll show post them. So and, and for those who don't know, uh, Donut Media obviously is a huge, huge YouTube channel. Uh, one of the series they have many video series, but one of the one, especially what's related to this to this poster here. Is they have a series called High Low where they compare parts to cheap, identical cars cheap parts built. versus the high end parts. Yeah. Yes, and coincidentally, obviously related to the Nissan Air podcast here, they did identical 350Zs. One car went high, one car went low, and that's what this poster is. This is and they made a poster like of it, and that was actually very limited edition. Um, so they were nice enough to send us um, the the show. Right, but yeah, they Thank were nice you, enough to put the poster. Show people the poster. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this out, I guess. Now, you got the uh, the high car going high on the lift. Low car <laughs> the low on the car floor. The all right. Now, Go through the rest the way, of the box because we don't have all time yeah, all night. That's true. I need to speed this up, don't I? Speed it up. <laughs> all right. All right. Second thing up. I see a series of magazines. Ah, uh, hold on. There's an important magazine there. Okay. Um, I'm going to start with one, which is Sport Comcat. Sport Compact Car Project 300ZX. This comes from January of 2003. This is almost a 30. Next month, this is going to be a 20-year-old magazine. Yeah. I, I had to buy that off of eBay. Did you really? So for you and I, who are Z32 fanatic diehards, that is actually uh, one of the, the last articles, uh, close, that Mike Kojima wrote, uh, Nissan God. Um, and that's actually his car on the front cover of it. I figured when we see him at Super Lap Battle, you can have it signed Ooh. and then frame it. And because you were complaining that you do not have it, that is the magazine that you have to have if you're a Z32 fanatic. So that, dude, thank you. know, I look for that for months. So thank you for your welcome. This took you time. Thank you so much, man. I, I, I'm thinking of, um, the All foam right. injection. You remember? Okay, yeah. yeah we the had structure a foam, foam injection my, was like another one, and I have the articles down here because I bought yeah. a massive collection, and uh, we'll talk about that later. Maybe next Christmas yes. if you're a good boy. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on here. I see Papacho Remedies. Inkin' <laughs> Healing Secret. <laughs> Not automotive-related per se, but I am I am uh, interested. <laughs> I'm curious about this. What This says Inkin' Healing Secrets. Now yeah. I know you as a holistic type of person. Yeah. Whenever I have a whenever I have an issue, you don't recommend drugs. You always recommend a certain type of. Yeah. I uh, always say uh, like oil. rub patchouli, rub patchouli on your butthole, and it'll fix everything. <laughs> um, moving on. Go ahead and put that to okay. the side. I'm gonna pull that one. In. Now, uh, third book I see here. This is actually, <laughs> this is actually wrapped. So we said. <laughs> it says to Sheldon next guy. <laughs> so this was originally wrapped. that was to a friend of mine named Sheldon, and Sheldon never picked up his gift. So it it's kind of like one of those Amazon packages that nobody ever picked up, and it now goes to Mike. 
So now it goes to me. Okay, okay. Well, I'm opening this up then. Uh, it says next guy. <laughs> Doesn't he say Mike? <laughs> next. This is a regift. This is a re right. total regift. So. Ooh. Wh whoa. The art. Yeah, I figured. Of... I figured you could use it. So. And this is in English. Okay, so guys, uh, hard hardbound cover, very nice, very well put together. The Art of War uh, book. Now, I'm I'm curious about this again. Not exactly. Well, you're I'm not pretty sure read it right on the damn podcast because you're people are going to get bored and they're going to drop off. Are you but sure? yes, it's actually a very good book. I'm glad you uh, you enjoyed it. Uh, speed read it tonight. So. Thanks so much. No, no, yeah, right. I'm, I'm gonna stay up till 4 a.m. reading this thing. Yeah, uh, thank you so much, man. This is well. Cool. There's, I think there's, there's a, a lot of proverbs. Other stuff. There's some other stuff in there. A lot of yes, proverbs. I, a lot of I, stuff to read while you're on the toilet. So, toilet reading. That's what I'll put it. Yes. How'd you know? So this okay. I actually <laughs> got from um, Nissan staff. Um, they were nice enough to forward on some pre-existing stuff. So that's yeah. actually a, a Nissan employee. Nissan polo. polo you're, you're a polo kind of guy. I'm not I a polo kinda... dude, and I'm like, but it uh, it's secondhand and it was forwarded on to me. I figured I'd forward it on to you. So that thank was you, it. man. I appreciate that. It, official Nissan. Not only was it it's, a Nissan, it's Nissan license, official swag, yeah, but it was also worn by Nissan personnel. Ah. Okay, last up here. I have three Hot Wheels in front of me, and. First one, Nissan Leaf RC. Again, we always talk about the uh, the, the the Leaf and much less for uh, developments in racing. This is an EV. I like this one. I like the color. That's almost a CalSonic color, by the way. Is that why? You... These are all blue. These are kind of like a. Uh... Uh, you know how I roll. Come on. Yes, I do. Yes, yeah, see. <laughs> all right. Next well, one, Ken Mary and uh, Hikosuka GTR. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so all much, cool. dude. Thank I'm you. glad you dig them, man. So again. Yeah. Um. I think you've done a lot this year, and I just want to make sure that uh, you were rewarded through the gift of swag. So, uh, thank you. Now yeah. I almost feel bad because I didn't. Now, based on quantity alone, I did not get you. One. It's okay. My mine's always yeah, bigger yeah. than yours. So let's go ahead and talk about. Now you actually sent me a package. No, and I, I did. Promise not to open it. Um, it's straight from the package. So let's so, see what I got here. Yeah, 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 so I've got uh, one box for you. You have it open there. Oh, so you have the box open. Okay. Now, I want to say you open up the uh, small one. Not not the white one, but the brown one. The small package first. I think you'll brown enjoy first. that one. Brown first. Okay. All right. That's what she so opening it up, let's see what I got here. Oh, man. You would happen to double bag me like you don't know where I've been. Uh-oh. Uh oh, I feel like someone's. Oh, you got that limited edition Datsun 620 that I've been hunting down that Christmas tree ornament. Oh. It's an ornament, dude. Yes, yes, yes. So I was just trying to get creative, man. I mean, I understand Hot Wheels or Hot Wheels. And the funny part is now, about Hot Wheels. This is so for yeah. those that don't know, and this is how nerdy we are. Me and Mike are both Datsun 620 guys, and this is the um, the the one you have to buy for 20 bucks in the whole package. Um, for the whole like Hot Wheels package, but dude, I totally dig it, dude. Yeah. Yes. Now this is kind of funny though. I went through Etsy, and there's a particular person there who will actually turn Hot Wheels into ornaments. And half the time, in our lives, Miles, 99% of every Hot Wheels we have are still in the damn package. The package. Like, dude, let's yeah. just get this thing out. Let's put it on a tree, man. Yeah, I, I think I thought you'd like that. Yeah. As long as my kid doesn't destroy it, I'm totally about it. 
Put it up high for as oh. long as you can oh. until she can't reach it. All right. Now, this Last next one, one is sort of a gag. I think you'll enjoy it. I think the missus actually will enjoy it, too. Maybe you could... Yeah, take a look. my wife now? You got a problem? No, no. This is for you. Right. This is for you. Okay. She might get a kick out of it, though, is what I'm saying. Uh, let's see what I got here. Uh, what does that say? You got yourself there a mandle. Not a candle. The mandle. A mandle. What is the mantle? <laughs> Clean hands are the sign of a wasted life. Let's see here. Grease monkey candle. A real man's happy place is in the garage. So, oh, yeah, now, dude. Yeah. What does that smell? What is it? Use washer to pry open lid. All right. All right. Homie. Pry the lid. Oh. Okay, let me go there. Let's go. What do you got? Let's what party. do you got? Let's party. Let's no, party. I was party. told what it smells like, but you be the judge. Oh, it's you bought it online without getting your booger snout in there with whatsoever. <laughs> All right, let's see what I got. As with oh many things. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like opening a paint can. Oh. Good. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Woo! You know what it smells like? What's that? It smells like a like a nightclub urinal. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Like a urinal cake, stale piss, and like somebody spilled some fabuloso on the floor and maybe did an oil change in there at one time. And that's what it yeah. smells like. Yeah. Well, what it was supposed that's to exactly be. That's exactly what it smells like. Yeah. <laughs> it smells like a club where it's ladies night and it's like $4 drinks all night. Like or well drinks all night. And it, it was burrito night at, at the down at the restaurant down the road or what? Yeah. Uh, for real, that's the closest now, thing I can tell you what it smells like. Now, Mandel, this this whole thing is actually a product line though, but what <sighs> they was meant to be was a, a combination of oil and WD-40 is what it's supposed to be. Once you light it up, you know, whenever that's time to light candles, especially with the power goes out, tonight might, might be the night. You light that sucker up, and it's going to smell like a dirty-ass garage is what it's supposed to sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it smells like man garage. So, honestly, it's badass, man. Thank you very much. Well, there much. you go, I man. Yeah, it. I hope you enjoy it, man. Again, light it up whenever uh, you get desperate. How about that? <laughs> well, on that, on that bombshell, um, you know, I want to say again, uh, thank you to everybody being on with us here for the support for 2022 as we continue into 2023. Um, you know, we do all this solely for, um, for you guys and, you know, let us know about the news that's coming up in your neighborhood yes. or in your neck of the woods, because this is why we do what we do. We don't do it for the, again, the drugs, the glory, the sex parties that we have the after chicks. we do these yeah. podcasts, all the chicks, you know, um, this is exactly why we do what we do. But again, uh, thank you to everybody out there for the continued support. Um, thank you for our uh, few and far between sponsors that are out there, um, SPL, Nissan Challenge. Um, again, we really appreciate uh, Skillard, all the additional assistance that we've had throughout the entire year. Uh, yes. We love you guys. Again, uh, couldn't say enough about you as we continue into 2023. And again, um, we will see you when the uh, new year comes around. Um, thanks for staying on with us. Again, continue to like, yep. share, subscribe. If you need to contact us, reach out to us on social media. Um, you can email us at info at nissannerd.com if there's anything new that you have that you want to kind of talk about. Yes. Now, I do want to say again, like you said, Miles, uh, for those of you with us uh, and listening to us, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. 
Uh, happy New Year. Uh, our next episode will be in 2023. And so that's one thing. We'll see you in 2023. We've got a lot more planned. And uh, we hope you enjoy and continue to, to listen with us and talk with us and contribute. Uh, we definitely look forward to it and to growing the podcast even further. Uh, again, thanks for, thank you for being with us, guys. Um, you want to go away? Go <laughs> get him out of here. Well, let's 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 sign off again, guys. Again, uh, it's near the end of the year. If you've got anything left with us, let's do a kanpai. Uh, Miles, kanpai. what do you what do you got left? Oh, I got oh, I got stuff. You got stuff. All right, got all right, stuff. guys. Boom, guys. Thank you again. We'll talk to you soon. Let's go for it. Mm. Oh. Done. Shut uh, it down. I'm I, done with this year. I'm finished. I'm over. It's over. <laughs> Just I'm when you home. thought you couldn't ask That's for much it. more. Done. I'm surprised, done. dude. I've been. You know how long I've been sweating in this. You didn't even talk about my my nice little tux. I did uh, not talk about your jacket. <sighs> no. Oh. I did not talk I, about your dude, jacket, dude. I I. You've been sweating am, that all night. I have been. You got these lights on me, man. It's freaking nuts I'm right now. I'm gonna snort a little more of your candle. I'm starting to get high off this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking I, uh, oh, oh man! I what's the, the street thing. value on this candle? What's uh, <laughs> street value. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, man, I'm done. To... Bye. Hey, you're you done. Guys, right, we'll see you in 2023. One more time, Bye. 2023, guys. See ya.